Ah, uh, you know what old Jack Burton always says at a time like this? ゴジラ核爆発の危機。これがゴジラの最後の戦いになるかもしれない。ゴジラ対デストロイヤー。生物すげえ。全ての物を破壊するとんでもない破壊生物デストロイヤー。スーパー X3、テイコン。悪魔
and then took a trip down the Dreamcast. No, no, before Dreamcast, we did the Nintendo Godzilla original one. And we just took turns playing Godzilla and Mothra, uh, playing the original Nintendo uh, Godzilla Monster of Monsters game. Then we did the Sega Dreamcast, or he watched me do because it's only one player, uh, Godzilla Generations Maximum Impact, which is another one of my favorite Godzilla games. And then after that, we did Godzilla's Destroyer. And then uh, Jada, while we're doing the video games or stuff, she's <laughs> in the living room watching Godzilla King of the Monsters. She's watching her own. She picked her movies she wanted to watch during the day, and she picked. She watched a couple of them. And uh, But then she's like, well, what's the last one you're doing tonight, Dad, for his birthday? I was like, I'm doing King of the Monsters, the original one. And she's like, okay. And so she comes in here, and what I did was is there's a, a fan edit that took a they, – they copied or they ripped off – or not ripped off, ripped like – copied down the film uh, from the Criterion Collection of the original Godzilla and then the American Godzilla King of the Monsters uh, film with Raymond Burr. And then what he did was is he took the original Godzilla film and spliced in, in chronological order, the American scenes from Godzilla King of the Monsters. So it's like a big supercut of both films. And uh, it's absolutely amazing. Absolutely. It's like it's the best of, of both worlds. And uh, so I'm like, that's what we'll watch. She's like, okay, let me know and watch it with you. And that's how I ended the night was watching. Uh, it's the guy calls it. This is Tokyo Godzilla King of the Monsters is the name of his supercut. Watched it and had an absolute blast and didn't realize. And shame on me, but Jada had never seen the original Godzilla before, so that was her really? first viewing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. And uh, she laughed at a couple parts as far as some of the she thought was. <laughs> A few scenes where she's like, they're really overreact, overacting, but that's the 50s. And I was like, that's true. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, but she she enjoyed it. She loved the Godzilla scenes. And she kept going. She's like, okay. So she's like, this is reminiscent to Shin Godzilla. Because we went, you know, me, you, and or me, Mark, and Jay yeah. went and saw Shin Godzilla in the theaters. And she, that's one of her favorites. She's watched it a ton of times. And uh, she was like, it, I, it, it's like, and she said, she said, it's like they got the design from Shin Godzilla from this. I said, Jay, they they did. You know, the, the actual Shin Godzilla design is supposed to be the more most accurate to the original drawing designs they had that they just couldn't quite pull off in the 54 film. So she absolutely loved it. So we had an absolute blast doing it and uh, couldn't have been couldn't have been a better Godzilla birthday until I make posts on Facebook throughout the day. And the one and only Matt Frank commented on one of my posts. And then out of the blue, August Ragone um had tagged me accidentally in a post on a, one of the Facebook sites that groups that we're in. And, and uh, um, there was the groups got two guys, my first name being Tristan. There's two Tristans in that group. And he actually tagged me when he was trying to tag this Tristan Nell guy in regards to an Ultraman thing, because they just announced the other day, um, Ultra, the Shin Ultraman that uh, the crew who did Shin Godzilla and Attack on Titan, Hideki, Hideki and Anno and Shinguchi, can't remember his last name, um, they're doing Shin Ultraman, a new movie. And they just did a full statue of the actual design and uh, released the statue and the design of the, of the suit and announced summer 2021 is when it's coming. And so they were talking about that, and I guess Hideki Anno had done a college film uh, for Return of Ultraman back in the 80s and it was so popular that Subaraya actually picked it up and released it. There's actual legal VHS copies of his college film of the Ultraman movie out there. And uh, um, so he, he was talking about that to this guy, and he, he ends up messaging me. And he's like, hey, man, sorry I, I tagged you by accident. I was like, no, dude. 
totally cool, man. Like actually what you guys were talking about, something I was, you know, I got really interested in and I checked out the movie and it's really, really cool. And uh, so we just started talking back and forth. And if anybody's ever talked to August, I've been blessed with talking to August a couple times. August is like the Encyclopedia Britannica for anything Godzilla, Ultraman, anime. I mean, if it's Japanese tokusatsu or pop culture, he knows more than anybody. I mean, most people have followed, you know, heard the name. I mean, he's done commentaries for almost every single Godzilla film. He did a lot of commentaries and intros for the Criterion Collection. Um, he did commentaries for the Gamera uh, Collection that just came out. Uh, he's wrote a book or two. He, he was the first guy. He started, he brought to America the first tokusatsu convention back in like the late 70s. He's wrote for Famous Monsters of Filmlands. So, I mean, the dude's in what we love in tokusatsu. I mean, he's like one of the biggest celebrities yeah. possible. And so I've been super blessed to, to add him as a friend on Facebook. You know, nothing super major, but talked to him a couple times. So when he just starts talking to you, man, he drops knowledge like you wouldn't believe. You know, I'm sitting here watching Godzilla 1985, and for the first time after watching this movie for almost 30 years, noticed that in one of the famous scenes of him slamming into a building when he's walking through Tokyo, it was the Toho Studios building. And August is like, yeah, man. So what happened here? And he starts going on, you know, this was the cinema thing. And so they put him slamming into the cinema because he did it in the U54 film. And it's the same street. And he starts dropping all this stuff. I'm like, dude, you are, wow, <laughs> you are insane with knowledge. <laughs> That's man. cool. And I was like, you know, just so cool. So, so it couldn't have been any better of a day other than having Matt yeah. Frank and August Ragone communicating <laughs> with you on Godzilla's birthday. I'm like, it ain't going to get no better than this. <laughs> so, but anyway, so yeah, we're on Godzilla vs. Destroyer. We're finally rounding out the Heisei series before we take a deep dive in the crap hole uh, next month. <laughs> but this was <laughs> this was planned to be the last Godzilla film was the goal from Toho um, for this one because Godzilla dies. Spoiler alert for anyone who's not seen this film. Sorry, Pete. Sorry, Pete. You know, no. sorry. <laughs> we know you don't like the spoilers. Um but uh, so this time around follows right after Godzilla Space Godzilla. Um, they meet uh, Miki, or your favorite character from all these films, played by Megumi Odaka. She's flying to Birth Island where um, Godzilla was going to and baby Godzilla was living. And the island's gone. It's just boiling water and smoke. And come to find out Godzilla has consumed so much radiation that it caused a melt there a nuclear reaction on the island and just destroyed the island. And the and baby Godzilla, little Godzilla, is nowhere to be found. And Godzilla makes his first appearance right at the beginning. He's glowing red, burning, smoking from all ends, and they're trying to figure out what's going on. And what's happening is, is Godzilla has consumed so much radiation, he's turned into a nuclear reactor, and his body temperature is constantly rising. And once he hits 1,200 degrees Celsius, he's going to have, go into a nuclear meltdown, which will destroy the planet. So uh, the Japanese defense force is in super freakout mode. How can we stop this from happening? And, of course, we got some new characters in the movie um, that are really cool. Uh, we've got uh, Yukari Yamane, who is a uh, news reporter, and uh, her brother, Kenichi Yamane. Now, the Yamane name sounds familiar because Dr. Y Yamane was the scientist from the 1954 film. His daughter, Emiko, um, who is played by Momoko Kochi, who returns for a role, actually, I think this may have been her only other film she did besides original Godzilla, but Momoki Kochi returns as Emiko Yamane in this film, which was just super awesome to see her start the series and then end the series was the goal here. Um, returns as Emiko Yamane 
and they get wrapped up in everything that's going on. While all this is going on with Godzilla, a Dr. Uh, Ijuin um, has created a new micro-oxygen um, design, which is very similar to Dr. Sarazawa's Oxygen Destroyer, which brings Imiko Yamane uh, back into the fold as they try to stop Dr. Ijuin from creating and using this micro-oxygen in fear of you know, doing what Dr. Sarazawa didn't want to happen and it'd be used as a weapon. Yeah. What ends up happening is, is that some pre-Cabrian life forms get mixed up with this micro-oxygen and creates the villain of the movie, Destroya, who was a massive prehistoric beast mixed with the oxygen destroyer, which is the ultimate weapon, pretty much, against Godzilla and destroy Godzilla. So the Defense Force tries to come up with a plan of using freezing technology. We get the Super X-3 in the film, and they try to stop him using um, freezing technology with the Super X-3, as well as possibly pitting him up against Destroya to stop the meltdown from happening. Through all this, they're trying to figure out where Godzilla's at, why he's going to this, because he starts in Hong Kong, makes his way down south around, and comes back up to Japan. And they find out that he's been following little Godzilla the whole time. Except this time around, he ain't so little. Now they call him Godzilla Jr. because he looks more like an adolescent Godzilla and for the first time looks very much more like Godzilla than any other previous version. Yes, definitely. Of, you know, he's got a little bit of the spines in the back, has the full design, even has the full-on atomic ray, and gets his own first fight <clears throat> against the aggregate stage yeah. destroyer, the medium-sized version of the monster. Um, so all this culminates into a big final battle uh, in Tokyo, as Godzilla goes to take on Destroya, Destroya actually ends up killing Godzilla Jr. in what turns out to be one of the saddest scenes uh, probably in Godzilla history, mm -hmm. as you get a, a very touching moment where Godzilla goes over to Jr.'s body, uh, tries to breathe life into him as he dies, and then Destroya shows up, and Godzilla just freaking loses it. And what's probably, and you all know I'm not big on you know the constant ray battles. I like the physical. And it's pretty. he gets pretty physical. Um, but then he fights yeah. Destroya in a massive ray battle as his spines are melting and radiation is pouring out everywhere, and it's just epic looking, just super epic. And he just blows away half of Destroyer's, fa Destroyer's face and his chest, and Destroyer goes to fly away. The Super X-3 and the rest of the Defense Force start firing their cryo lasers and causes him to fall and explode and kills the monster right as Godzilla goes into a meltdown into what's one of the saddest scenes, probably the saddest scene in Godzilla history as they start unleashing their cryo beams on Godzilla to bring his temperature down as much as possible so that he doesn't explode and destroy the planet, but instead has a almost like a meltdown, like a nuclear reactor, which turns Tokyo into a dead zone. But as the radiation levels go through the roof and Godzilla melts down and roars his last roar before dying, the radiation starts to disappear. And in the midst of the fog and the shadows has arisen in full form, fully grown. Godzilla Jr. is resurrected by his father's radiation into a full-blown Godzilla, and the movie ends, and it's just absolutely, absolutely epic. The movie was directed uh, by returning director Takao Okawara. Takao Okawara, of course, uh, brought most of the Heisei series to us. He did Godzilla vs. Mothra, did the amazing Godzilla vs. Megazilla 2. He did this film. He actually would go on to do... Godzilla 2000 Millennium, he would direct it as well, uh, did a phenomenal job. Of course, we've got Tomiyuki Tanaka and Shogo Tomoyama, of course, producing the film as well. Again, like most of this series, was written by Kazuki Omori. And then we get the last performance of Akira Fukube. 
not only is it the last performance of Akira Fuka Bay, it's the last movie, Godzilla movie, I should say, I'm sorry, from Tomoyuki Tanaka. Um, Tomoyuki Tanaka passed away in 1997. His last film was actually the first Rebirth of Mothra movie that came out in 1996. But this would be Tanaka, the father of Godzilla, the guy who came up with the whole idea. This was his last movie. And so it was quite a, a send-off film. You know, it was supposed to be the end of the Godzilla series, period. It was the first time we see Godzilla die in this type of manner to put an end to the story. We get to this, you know, this is the last film Tanaka does. This is the last film Afukabe does before he passes away. So this movie really kind of brought a lot of an end together um, for not just the monster, but the, the, you know, the fathers, the two remaining fathers of Godzilla. This was the end for them as well. Uh, had a $1 billion or billion yen budget, did a little over $2 billion at the yen at the box office. So it was definitely a huge success. Got brought over here to America by TriStar during the whole 98 debacle. Um, and then the game was released <laughs> a few years ago uh, um, by Sony when they did the uh, entire Heisei series on Blu-ray. Uh, this movie definitely had to be noted because, I mean, it got huge reviews, huge ratings from from a lot of critics. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes actually gave this one 100% on the tomato meter. Audience score in this one was 94. This is, if I'm not mistaken, the second highest rated Godzilla film on Rotten Tomatoes next to the original one. So super good movie, super powerful movie. Um, let's take it, man. Let's see what we thought about it. Uh, Ruben, I think you're up first uh, this time around. I'm not. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, this movie, is, as far as the High Seat series goes, is my second favorite. Um, Mecha Godzilla being my favorite. Um, this movie, I, I, I remember when I first heard about it, like I said, I didn't hear about this till after 98. And then that's when I discovered that there was a whole series out there that I didn't know about. So, uh, and, and then they actually made us wait for this one because I've got the Ghidorah Matra. And then for some reason, I don't know, they released Destroya before Mechagodzilla 2. Don't ask me why, but that's what they did. But um, it was kind of funny. But I, I, this movie, it's great. I, I like how Toho took it and and put elements in that I think uh, do it justice as far as do Godzilla justice as far as this was supposed to be his farewell. Um, and I think they did a good job. I mean, I, I read that they did, you know, when they when they did publicity for this, that pool, they they emptied it, made it into a parking lot, you know, where they shot all those scenes. The big pool, yep, mm -hmm. and That's right. Yeah, that big pool. They turned it into a. They turned it into a parking lot because they said that we're not doing it anymore. And that had you been know, there they since did, they the sixties. Wow. Yeah, and exactly. I heard. Yeah. And I they, heard they, they never cleaned the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true for the authenticity. And uh, they had a funeral for him when they released this movie. They had a a funeral for him and. And they went all out. And I think this movie um, has the special effects are great. Uh, I mean, I like the special effects. I like, of course, the soundtrack can't go wrong. Soundtrack is, was, was awesome. Um, uh, so the special effects were great. The, the suit, which is the same. I think it's the same. It was just a read. They just, you know, adapted it for Destroya. It's the same one for Mechagodzilla 2, I think. Think. They actually won a Japanese uh, Academy Award for special effects. 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. see? Yeah. I didn't even, yes. Yeah. And a Golden see, Award. I didn't for uh, best grossing film. Yeah. Best grossing film. I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know about the Academy Award for. I mean, the special effects were great. Um, I, I like them. I'm not crazy about the Destroyer design. I know Destroyer is a very powerful creature, but there was just something about his design that, I, I don't know, maybe he was too bulky. I'm not real big on bulky monsters. He is huge. Um, He's possibly the biggest monster Godzilla's fought ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he, I'm not real big on that bulky. That's why, like, I think, if I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I said it out loud. Like, Biolante, I thought it was too bulky. I, I liked the design, and it was awesome, but I don't know. I'm not real big on the bulky designs. But I like that. You know, I even like that little, uh, I mean, I, I'm sure everybody that's seen this film or will see it is going to notice that they, apparently they had a, they did an homage for Alien because Destroya, the, at least the, the, the when I say Destroya Junior, the, you know, the junior size one uh, has a mouth within the mouth deal yeah, yeah. that shoots out just like an alien. Yep. And uh, I thought that was funny that I said, hey, they're, you know, I don't know if they did that as a, I'm, I assume they did it as an homage to Alien. They say, hey, you know, we're influenced by it. And so I thought that was pretty cool as far as the design goes. As a matter of fact, I like the, the design of Destroya Jr. better than, I mean, I like the wings and everything. That's cool. But, but I don't know. There was something a little bit more menacing about the Junior, Junior's face, or Destroya's face. Godzilla, I don't want to confuse that with Godzilla Jr., but uh, Destroyer Jr.'s face and 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 his rays, and which I, I don't understand. I'll ask you guys' opinion. Do you think when he shot the ray at the humans and, and knocked them through glass, and did he kill them? I thought did so. He, you know, yeah, I yeah. assumed so. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I make that assumption, but I'm like, well, I don't know, because, you know, they, they, you know, Godzilla films usually try to avoid that. For the most part, they still still have deaths, of course. But I'm like, what are they? Because they, they, you know, I would assume they would have disintegrated or something rather than than just get thrown across the room, you know, type of deal. Um, I thought it was funny when when she was hiding inside that vehicle. Uh, what was her name? Yuki. Uh, uh, yeah, Yuki. Uh, Yuki Kara. Yeah, Yoko Ishira. Yeah, she was hiding inside that car, and then. She sticks her head out to see if he's gone, and then all of a sudden he pops in and and tries to open the door, rips the doors off the vehicle, flips it over three or four times, and of course she's not a scratch on her, but he, you know, he sticks his head in there, and that's when we see the alien like mouth right. come out of him, yeah, where he's trying to get her, you know, when all he had to do is shoot his ray at her, and that would have been all over, but he never did. I think he was about to, and then they they, they pull her out. Well, I kind of didn't understand but, why he was spending a whole lot of time trying after to her, get her, yeah. her just after her yeah 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 i thought that was kind of you know that was kind of the things some of the things i didn't like is i thought the, the the story was good but i thought it was choppy you know i think i think they they kind of threw that i don't know there was something uneven about it i guess is the, the word i'm looking for and uh even the fight scenes i thought were were were, uh, were a little uneven because you know how many i mean i counted like four battles between godzilla and destroya all together because it seemed like they would fight then take a break and something else would go on then they go back to fighting yeah again. there was a lot of fighting then, yeah. yeah that was something yeah, I was there was a lot of fighting like, especially that last 45 50 minutes of the film 
I mean, you pretty yeah, exactly. much have several minutes of monster action, human scene, real quick, and then several more minutes of monster action, yeah. and then a few minutes of humans. I mean, it was pretty consistent. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's that's the part I didn't like. I mean, that that's the only thing I didn't like. It sounds like I didn't like the film, but I actually did. I thought it was very good. Um, it was, I, to me, there was a lot of throwback in that film. And I think it was done purposely. Um, you know, and it should be noted, you know, they, they, they they were actually going to end Godzilla. There was, I don't think they were planning on doing another Godzilla. I think they were going to hand the baton off to TriStar because they were going to do an awesome job. <laughs> you know, supposed to. And that, that was going to be the end of it. Yeah, they were yeah. supposed to do their, oh, they're going to do an awesome job. And we're just going to hand it off to you guys. You know, we're going to hand it off to you. It's in your hands after this. Um, so I, I think the film is a, yeah, <laughs> I think the film is a, is a, a great ending to, to, I mean, well, there wasn't an ending, but a great ending. I think they planned it right. I think they did the film correctly. Um, they did not, in this one, I don't think they spared any expense. I think they, they said, Hey, we want to do this right. And, and I think for the most part they did, um, you know, every I mean, it was great the way God, that Godzilla meltdown scene is just it's classic. Um, and it's funny, it's one of the saddest scenes. And you mentioned earlier, it's one of the saddest scenes in, in Godzilla film history. And I, and I think it, my, my nephew cried. He was so upset. He started crying when, it, when he first saw it. Oh, dude, I he teared just up. was it, so upset. It is a little rough yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, was he, in... he was. Yeah, it was just man. I was in what so, fourth grade. Uh, when this came out, I think somewhere in that area. Yeah, I was like fourth or fifth grade when I got no fifth grade when I got this movie. Um, <clears throat> thanks to Video Kaiju. And dude, yeah, that ending scene broke. Uh, it broke me. Yeah. It just broke. I was like, oh my god, yeah. this is horrible. Why'd I watch this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I think you were probably his, unprepared. Definitely yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely <clears throat> was. Not knowing that this was supposed to be the end. Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. No idea, because of course we didn't get that type of press. Oh, you had here. no idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had no, no idea. Man, no, man. Because so you know, I mean, you know, by the time that most or a lot of people were getting this, as far as American fans was, you know, during the '98 TriStar deal, and unless you had, yeah. you know, a subscription to G Fan, you really didn't have full knowledge of the Heisei series yeah. Yeah. and this being the end of Godzilla as him dying. So when I got it and I ran through the whole Heisei chronologically. Um, cause I got them all oh. at once. Um, when I got to yeah. this film, I had no idea that he was going to melt down Ooh. and die. You know, yeah. I thought it was just going to be the end of the series. I was like, Oh my God, junior <laughs> dies and he dies. I'm like, screw you, Toho, you know, um, yeah. <laughs> but then they, you know, they rectified yeah. it with an amazing ending of junior yeah. resurrected as exactly. a full blown Godzilla. But uh, yeah. And that was, that was, I, I remember having to console him, you know, and tell him, Hey, wait, wait, and look, you know, Godzilla's not Godzilla's not really, you know, yes, that Godzilla died, but look, the baton has been handed over, you know. It's it's him now. And uh and I know that Toho said this was the end, but boy, they sure did leave a window wide open, didn't they? Oh, right they did. Oh yeah. They oh, definitely yeah. did. They did. They they left the, they they said this was it, they weren't gonna do any more, but they sure did leave that window open. <laughs> it's almost like they uh, knew in case TriStar <laughs> screws up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, probably it might have been an afterthought. They're like, Yeah, you know, they said it like this, and you know, it'll be the end. 
And then they say, you know what? We better put in an we better put in a back door just in case, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. an escape hatch, just in case. Exactly. And I'm glad they did, and I'm glad they did. But uh, you know, and, and uh, when we get to that next film, I mean, I'm grateful for that because it gave Toho a kick in the pants to to start making movies again. But uh, everything about this movie is great. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It's my second favorite, but not by much. Not by much at all. Um, you know, the only thing that I think that that I gave Mecha Godzilla to is that story was not uneven. That story and it had the great, it had everything this film had, and it didn't have an uneven story. And right, it was pretty opinion. straightforward. Yeah. Yes, I will, it was pretty straightforward. Agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's not much I did not like about this film. Um, I, I like the human characters; they were all right. I mean, it, some of them, of course, were turned, and of course. We, I forget his name, but he ends up in Godzilla 2000. He was in this one. He was in the one we just, I mean, he was, I mean, he's just everywhere. Uh, I forget his name now. But I think, you know, he's the main character in Godzilla 2000. Oh. Um, I forget his name right now. Gosh, I'm trying to think of what his he name is. Yeah, he, he makes a brief, a, a brief appearance there after the interview. And then we never see him again. Yeah, he's, uh, but, uh, he's Yukari's assistant in the movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because hey, you kind, you kind of, you know, you kind of mess with that professor pretty bad, and I think he's, I think you rattled his cage or whatever, and then you don't see him again. But you know, you always recognize. I recognize him immediately. I'm like, hey, I know that guy. Yeah. And of course, this this one had an all star cast of Godzilla regulars, you know, which is always a good thing. Oh, um, it is. I mean, so, and they went really well yeah. into it. I mean, because even um, the. Um, the co- Koichi Ueda, he's he's been in well most of this series. He was in Balante. Actually, he was in every single Godzilla film in the Heisei series. He was in Rebirth of Mothra three. He's in Godzilla two thousand. Yeah. He's in Godzilla's Megiris. Godzilla's Mo- Godzilla Mothra. Actually, he's in every Godzilla film from Balante to the end. Um, he plays the um, the security guard at the aquarium in the film. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. He may. He is. He Man. is literally in every film from Biolante till Final Wars. And he's in Final Wars. That's cool. And, yeah. Except uh, <laughs> unlike in the Gamera in the Ga- in the Gamera series where that guy starts off starts off good, ends up being alcoholic bum at the end. He's oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that guy. You know this yeah, that guy is that's so funny. He starts off and then you kind of see him like, you know, he's just affected so much by what happened to him that he just spirals out of control yeah well, because, this that doesn't happen to this guy no because kochi <laughs> you know? he plays well i mean he plays general hyodo reprising that role in three yeah. of the films he was general hyodo yes balante megazilla 2 and space godzilla but then all the other ones he was just like a different character you know like the aquarium dude right or, exactly uh, you know what uh, yeah exactly yeah yeah and uh so it's cool seeing all those familiar faces he wrapping got, up got the storyline he did. Yeah, he got, he the got bonus. Yeah, he got yeah. the bonus. Yeah, he hit, he hit his performance bonus. There. <laughs> no. and, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was good seeing all of the familiar faces and the story getting wrapped up. Because, you know, this story began with Godzilla Returns. And it went all the way through. And when you look at the whole, the whole series in general, as far as story goes, it's great. I know... Space Godzilla kind of went awry, but still, when you put that puzzle together and you put them all together, you're like, hey, 
this was an awesome series. Yeah. You know, Toho yeah. did all right with this. You know, you know, when you look at the series in, in general, I mean, they just, they hit it out of the park. I mean, to me, they, they did an excellent job more so than they did maybe. And I mean, I don't know now after this, when we start the, you know, the millennium series or whatever, like, it just, you know, it's not the same as what they did here. I liked what they did here. They, they, they kept a straight storyline. And I think after this, you guys will understand that that Toho was saying, well, let's try this and let's try that with the next couple of films that we're going to do. Uh, skipping, of course, the one that Toho had nothing to do with. and, and uh, The one we can't name. Yeah, yeah the one yeah, we the cannot one, name. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, <laughs> So th- this is great because I think it's a high point. Even it's a high point in the whole Godzilla. So even in in if you want to throw in the Showa in there, I mean Showa's great. Yeah, but I, I felt like it had more low see. points than yeah the highs. Yeah. And I'm a bigger yeah. fan of the Showa, but definitely had more low points as a whole. Exactly, this, this as a whole than this series did. Exactly. So I'm not disrespecting the Showa because the Showa is is the grandmaster you know oh, yeah um you know you can't you, you, but i thought they did such a great job with this as a whole now that we're ending this I'm, i can say i mean it was just it was great how they did the story and uh, yeah there was low points but all in all it, it ended on a awesome note um it and it made me want you know i'm like man i'm so glad that they decided to come back and start doing more movies because it ended on a high point. It did not go out. It didn't go out. To, it didn't fade to black. You know, it, it went out with Godzilla. Well, he wasn't even junior anymore with Godzilla handing the baton off to the next Godzilla. And, you know, then they faded to black. Well, yeah, actually, yeah. they didn't. They went to the clips. Yeah. They went through all those cool clips. And that's another part that I liked. Um, they went through all those clips and, you know, they, they had to classic music and it was great i mean uh it was really great and that's it with a couple of negatives that i had is the only thing that kept it from getting a higher score than mecha godzilla 2 um but not by much man not by much at all and i'll hand it up to one of you guys now mark well uh ruben said a lot there and i agree with uh about everything you had to say. I mean, it was uh, definitely a great ending to the series. Now, I caught a little bit of flack over the fact that I liked the Space Godzilla movie. and uh, <laughs> yeah. But I thought this movie, I mean, coming right up behind it, really complimented the, kind of the whole series and where it had came from. And, I mean, Godzilla, to me, if if you're not a big Godzilla, Godzilla fan or not a, watched a lot of Godzilla movies so when this one starts and he's glowing red it's it's kind of yeah. misleading uh on on where he's came from but i mean it to me it was a great ending uh for where they were headed at the time yeah. uh i thought the special yeah. effects were fantastic in it i thought it was really good i thought the special effects in space godzilla were fantastic uh, even though i caught a little grief <laughs> over that uh, it was well deserved. Okay. <laughs> uh, acting, I, I thought the acting was good, and, and I do agree. This movie was a little bit choppy, um, and trying to stay with everything as far as jumping back and forth between the between the fight scenes and the the human scenes, and 
but I think overall the movie was uh, was was good. I liked it better than I did Space God Godzilla. If that'll make you happy. Oh, there's no uh, way you can't. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way. <laughs> no, we won't get into this swapping back and forth because we do have another movie coming up next. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, and the stories that I've had to deal with on those. But uh, oh boy, <laughs> Ruben's was like, I know that one. Uh, yeah, uh, but overall, I think uh, you know, I uh, I gave it a three point five in my stomps, and I thought uh, uh, was real happy with it, and uh, and pretty much everything Ruben had talked about is is pretty much spot on. I mean, I I agree with him. Is I think. The, the, for the Heisei, this is my third favorite, you know, mm-hmm. followed by, you know, Return and then Mega Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was the the one negative I think I would have, because I mean, I, you know, gave this one a four um, uh, out of the five, is the story. I'm with Ruben, uh, you on this one. It, it's it's a little choppy, uh, where it's not as smooth and straightforward like Mega Godzilla or even Return. Um, and I think that was its only real downfall. Uh, special effects wise, absolutely top notch. I think some of the some of the best, like Meg Godzilla of the series. Yeah, and they worked hard on it. I mean, uh, Kimpachiro, the guy who plays Godzilla, <clears throat> had talked about this being the hardest role he had because I mean, when they they took the the space Godzilla suit and added to it, they added like two hundred lights into the suit, and so you had these massive electrical cables that were coming out of the suit that added a lot of weight to it. So it made the suit heavier than before, hard to move in. Yeah. Then on top of that, you had the, it, it was, uh, it's like an, almost like an acidic gas that they used in the suit. Um, a carb- it was a carbon monoxide gas where he's smoking. Right. So you had all this stuff coming through too. So the suit was just super That was heavy. constant. It, I mean, that oh, was, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was a constant. And he actually yeah. passed out like six times. Really? In really? The, during yeah. filming. I mean, it was just super, super strenuous on him to do this for this role. And then not including the ni- liquid nitrogen. So you got the scene where he goes to the nuclear power yeah. plant and first fights the Super X-3, and they end up freezing him. And so when they freeze him, they're literally spraying the suit down with liquid nitrogen with him in it. Uh, you know what I mean? So this Jeez. was the most strenuous role uh, that he did for Toho, but it paid off. You know what I mean? That hard work paid off extremely well, I think. Oh, yeah. And he seemed he seemed to be pretty mobile in the suit you know for what you're saying considering that he, yeah. yeah i mean when when he makes his turns and he does uh those yeah. kind of things he looks like he's doing it i mean it's genuine and and relative relatively easy for him even yeah, though it's pretty smooth yeah yeah it's a exactly pretty smooth exactly he has. Yeah, yeah he does yeah. a great job yeah. i mean especially like, you know the fights yeah. will destroy it you know like when he's there over Junior and Junior's, you know, dies and Destroya hits him and he gets up and he's moving quick, you know what I mean? Right. And they yeah. shoot these in speed reel, you know what I mean? So he's moving faster than what you actually see on film. But even when they slow it down, he looks like he's moving faster than normal. So, I mean, he was, yeah. he, he did really well with this, but it was very, very difficult. I mean, the movie, they knew going into it after Space Godzilla's numbers came out, as far as the attendance uh, of that, that they, they wanted to end it, and they wanted to end on a high note. Um, Shogo Tomiyama actually had um, <clears throat> talked to, to Tomiyuki uh, on this film as, as actually they were, no, sorry, it was it was, it was Omori, Kazuki, um, when writing this, it went to Shogo and, and, and Tomiyuki about doing, it was going to be Godzilla versus Ghost Godzilla, which was going to be this Godzilla <clears throat> actually fighting off against the ghost of the original 54 Godzilla, 
the idea ended up being wow. scrapped, but the idea of going back to the original and and reintroducing the Oxygen Destroyer yeah. is what birthed this film into what it is, which I think it makes more sense. I mean, it would have been yeah. really hard to pull off that. You know what I mean? Godzilla yeah. versus a ghost Godzilla. But they found a way to, to, to still take it back to the original. You know what I mean? This whole series yeah. has been <clears throat> the return of Godzilla. There's never been a clear definition on is this the original Godzilla or is this a new Godzilla type deal? And still bringing it all back full circle, you know, and, and w- which was great. And I think it just, it was almost kind of, I don't know. Like, I mean, it was almost just like the stars were aligning at the moment for this film because, I mean, I think the film's top notch. A junior's uh, Hurricane Ryu, the guy who plays Junior, he played Little Godzilla uh, in Space Godzilla. He played Ghidra. Uh, I mean, God was Ghidra. He played the larva form of Batra. So, another great suit actor. I think he did a phenomenal job as Godzilla Jr. And the design was great. I mean, the design for Destroya. I absolutely yeah. loved the smaller versions and the aggregate stage. I still like yeah. the final form, but I'm with Ruben. It, it is a it is pretty bulky. I mean, it is a very bulky yeah. suit. But it, I mean, as bulky as Godzilla is, they still had to make something bigger. But it's pretty it's yeah. pretty bulky. It's it is pretty massive. But it's it was had its moments though as big as it is when him and Godzilla are going toe to toe and Godzilla's punching and ripping through yeah. those parts on his chest. I mean, yeah. it did look epic. Um, yeah, and you have all that. You had his blood. I, I, you know, oh what yeah, I call blood. this is definitely the bloodiest. Splurting everywhere, and he did he sliced Godzilla up with that ray. I mean, it was uh, you know Jedi his his Jedi lightsaber. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was pretty cool, and it, and it left Godzilla pretty. You know, it, they did a good job on that. I thought that was like it's gonna sound strange saying it. It's, it was like realistic looking. I'm like, ooh, well, that's what you look like if. Some type of laser went right through you. Oh yeah, cut, cut all the yeah. cut and, you'd have foam burns. and everything. Oh, going yeah. oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was uh, cool. I think they did a, a great job, but I mean, it was just—I mean, it really was like everything kind of came together for for Toho. I mean, because not—I mean, it's not long after this movie. I mean, you've got two years after this, not even two years. Tomiyuki passes away. Then you've got the following yeah. year, uh, Momoko, who plays Emiko, she passes away. You know, I mean, Momoko, she was. Other than the original Godzilla, the only other film she ever played in was the Mysterians. So, I mean, you've got Tomoyuki, yeah. you've got Momoko, you've got Akira Fukube, you've got all these original people that were there from the beginning come yeah. back together to end the story, and then they all end up passing yeah. away just a few years later. You know what I mean? Literally, yeah. you know, did this at the right moment while they were still there. Right. Especially Tomoyuki Tanaka. <clears throat> you know I mean? He is the father of Godzilla. So I don't know that, that it could have ended on a better note. I think the story as a whole was a great story. Bringing back the Oxygen Destroyer, paying the homage to Dr. Sarazawa, bringing in the Yamanis. I mean, bringing it all together was really good. And and there was a lot of great lines from everybody. I mean, one of my favorite lines in the movie is at the end, after Godzilla dies, you see Megumi Odaka, um, or Miki, uh, the character in Mm. in the helicopter, and she's just crying, and and she says, my work with Godzilla is finished. You know, I mean, it's it, you know, yeah. it, it was just a heartbreaking moment, um, and so you got a, a lot of really good stuff. But yeah, it was chaotic uh, in the editing and, and 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 the way the story was played out. But I mean, they did a phenomenal yeah. job. I mean, special effects was great. Uh, I mean, the the scene where the Japanese self defense force fights the aggregate stage or the smaller 
um, destroyers uh, after the factory mm-hmm. fight. Okay, those were Bandai figures. Those were all made by Bandai, the toy company. Wow! And, and that's what they used, and it looked awesome. I mean, like I would like to have gotten hold of one of those Bandai figures. You know what I mean? Because the stuff that we buy yeah. on the shelves ain't that good looking. Um, but they were all yeah. made by Bandai, and so they everybody just kind of came together to and did the best that they could on this film. And I think it really paid off because with what little mistakes there are in the film, it's so, it's an emotional ride all the way to the end, you know, and you, 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 you feel like you get more than just an entertainment value out of it. Like you feel you've completed this story with Godzilla, you know, and if, as you're going through watching it back then, I mean, you you're you just finished a ten year journey with this character, you know, and you know for some of us it may have been a year journey, three year journey, Um, and I think it did extremely well, and it was just a perfect, great send off, uh, for the character. I mean, you're you know, forty years, yeah, uh, or well, was it forty one years or whatever, just just over forty years, of being Mm -hmm. the biggest character in Japan and the biggest character in the world. I think they did a phenomenal job uh, ending it with this one. I mean, just bringing it all full circle uh, did a great job. And there's some great, cool tones. I mean, like you were talking about the alien thing, uh, not more so than just the 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 mouth coming out of, out of the mouth from Destroya when they, they kill that last one there that's attacking her in the car, and you see its head yeah. down and it's melting. Like, wow. even the soundtrack, yeah. it's like Akira Fukube just dialed in the American soundtrack from Alien. And just got and yes. actually, it sounded like the thing exactly. uh, from the yeah, Sting soundtrack. Just real dark, you know. It's like simple but brooding, you know. It's like man, this is you know they did a great job with this movie. I mean, I, I loved it. I, I think the only complaint I have in it is the the storyline. You know, I mean, the storyline is great. It's 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 just not delivered uneven. very well. Right. It's uneven, right. um, yeah. and not horribly uneven. But uneven enough that it's noticeable. It's just noticeable. Um, and I think that's where yeah. the problem, because they did so good. Even the match shots in Hong Kong, you know I mean, were just super great. Yes. Um, suit looked awesome. Huge fan of the movie, man. I mean, I love this one. It's, like I said, third favorite in the, in the Heisei. I don't know how I didn't yeah. boycott to- Toho. You know what I'm thinking about? It. It's like, you know, 85 <laughs> was my favorite film, still is my favorite film. And as a kid, I don't know how many times I cried watching that movie when him dying in the... <laughs> You know, in the volcano, right. supposedly. In the volcano, yeah. Yeah, and then I go yeah. through this ride in like a week's time when I get them all, you know, Bailante, then King Ghidorah, Mothra, I go back to back, bam, 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 bam. And then they die again and it breaks my heart. I don't know how it wasn't just like, screw you, Toe. Like, I don't want nothing else to do with it. And, and that's you the thing you heart out I'm, twice. I, I, yeah, I just, uh, I just, re- I did it again, just like I did with Mecha Godzilla. For some reason, Return of Godzilla, because it was, so far apart for for me i don't include it but that's act this would make this my third favorite destroyer my third favorite godzilla 85 is my favorite of this series followed yeah. by mecha godzilla and then destroyer but for some reason every time we do one of these shows i leave off godzilla 85 and, it's you know, that weird and, spot i mean that's yeah. that's the exact same order for me as well ruben i mean return mecha godzilla yeah. destroyer but it, but I mean, return is such a weird spot because you know I mean we talked about before when we did the eighty five uh, episode is that it's technically listed in the Heisei series, 
but the movie came yeah. out in the actual still Showa era in Japan. Showa right? era. So it's yeah. it's a really weird little yeah. spot um, where it's at. So, I mean, and, it, it, and to me, it was just, for me, myself, personally, it was just, okay, it was Godzilla 85 or Return of Godzilla. And then there was a huge gap for me until Biollante. Yeah. I mean, you're talking four years you know, minimum. It a, right. Yeah, there was a huge gap, you know. So for some reason, even though it's in the same storyline, I always separate it, you know, and... and uh, when I said it, I'm like, man, you know what? I did it again. And I, when we did our top five, I mean, it was number two. Godzilla 85 was number two. Mecha Godzilla was number four. You know, and Destroy wasn't even in my top five. But, you know, when it comes to the series, it, it should be. And I don't know if any of us had it. I don't see it in any, any of our... I, I brought up my notes for that episode. And none of us put Destroy on there. But, I mean, because there's just so much to draw from. But uh, right. this is definitely one of the good ones. This is... a this is definitely one of the good ones that I would recommend anyone watch. Oh, absolutely. I mean, so well worth checking it out. But, and for those who have never seen this, I mean, it's worth watching, period. I mean, it is one of the better Godzilla films, especially the Heisei. We've all sit here and agreed to it. But it's worth taking the time to start from the beginning and go through. Hopefully you guys have gone through this journey of the Heisei with us as we finished it out. Um, because then at that point, the investment you have the payoff is just that much greater when you get to the end yeah. of this film. It's just, it's so beyond worth it. And you're going to need that before we get to the next film, because the next film is going to crap all over you <laughs> completely. Well, but I will say I'm looking at my notes from that episode. We did, you know, that episode we did where we did our uh, top five Godzillas and films. And we had a category for best moment. And um, the end of this movie was on my top, top of the list. Uh, at the end of Destroy It, where Godzilla Jr. becomes Godzilla. You know, we we lose Godzilla uh, Senior, I guess you'd want to say. And I have that. I'm, I'm I've got your best moments of that. That's the top of my list, right there. Oh, oh, so, yeah, um, definitely yeah. is. It, it's yeah, it's one so of those scenes that, that I think it's a part of Godzilla history that you you cannot miss. I, I just, you know, you just cannot miss that. Yeah, completely agree. So, yeah. anything else you guys want to add on this one? No, I think if uh, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, great movie, great ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. So, this one we gave, uh, this one's got a little kind of one of the weird ratings, but this has, we gave it a total of yeah. 3.75 stomps out of five um, on this one. So, I mean, anything, we, you know, we've said movies that have got two star rating yeah. or stomp ratings are worth watching, but anything, you know, three and above is definitely worth watching. Yeah. Um, this one is highly recommended uh, as a Godzilla fan right. and someone you know watching this the series. Don't know that it could have been any better. You know I mean, I was uh, yeah. you know I, I, and I, since you've you know you talked about what this originally was going to be Godzilla versus Ghost Godzilla, right? Uh, yeah. And how they would pull that off. And I'm just looking through, and they probably could have pulled something off there because what they were the intentions. And I don't know if you saw the the artwork uh that the ghost godzilla was going to be a possessed godzilla jr really yeah and uh that was the original thought oh, okay uh, and i don't know and i've got this here and you can see it you know oh, here, yeah. here's an uh artist concept of of godzilla jr what he would look like being possessed by the 1954 godzilla wow. which is pretty cool 
pretty cool. That they is might, a cool concept. That, you know, that concept could have could have possibly worked maybe even a little bit better than destroy. Oh, yeah. I mean, then, you know, you, the not only is in the end, Godzilla uh, having to fight the previous Godzilla, it's his son, yeah, too. Yeah. You know? So uh, kind of. Yeah. Kinda I mean, interesting. How does that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Ooh, I, you know what? I don't know. You know, I don't know how I would have felt about that. Think about that. He's going up against his son. Yeah. That would have been kind of. Godzilla, you know, man, I mean, oh, man, that would have yeah. been. Uh, that would have been pretty, pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah. Pretty, that would have been pretty been, traumatic. Yeah, I was gonna say it could have been heartbreaking yeah, too. That definitely so, could have been. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I, it almost when be you one said those... that, I'm like, oh my god, I think I would have, I would have been just as distraught as oh, I would have been yeah. about yeah. Godzilla. It, it would have been one of those things like I would have, if that was the scenario, I, I could, I wouldn't have wanted it to have gone any other way than the war of the gargantuas. You know what I mean? When you've got Sand and Gaira fighting yeah. their team and they go down together. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would, that's how I would yeah. want that, that to go. Yeah. You know, you know, especially if, if yeah. you're going into it, okay, this is it. This is the last movie and, and we're killing Godzilla off, killing the series off and we're going to be done. Yeah. You could do it that way. Yeah. You know, but, but if you're, you know, you got that leaving that back door open because we're giving this to TriStar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you might have to look. You know, think that uh, yeah, Junior yeah. might have to yeah, come he, up on top there if he's gonna you gonna keep well, that going. Well, yeah. yeah, I think I think what happened is a psychic showed up and said, "Hey guys, <laughs> hold up! <laughs> yeah. I just have a pre- I had a premonition. I had a premonition." And let me tell you what I just saw. And they said, oh, we better leave a back door just in case. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're going to need a, 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 a mulligan on this one. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna, yeah. Look, I, I have some uh, some drawings that I made while I was in the trance. And this is what he's going to do. <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. We better change that up right now. <laughs> exactly. You know. An artist rendition of the future, and you're like, mm, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> so, well, but, so uh, right yeah. on, man. Well, that wraps up the Heisei for us, and uh, uh, it's it's so good of a series to watch. Uh, I mean, again, we, we've talked about, and I've definitely kind of uh, unashamedly bashed a few of the few of these films, mainly Space Godzilla and um. Yeah. God was King Ghidorah. Um, I think you bashed me too for Space Godzilla. I did, man. I don't you know did. what was wrong you with did. you on that one. <clears throat> You'll yeah. go back and watch me like, well, man, Chase was right. And then I will bring it up. Uh, I will bring it up on that next yeah. movie on what I found in yeah, your front oh, seat yeah. of your car. I'm going to bring oh, it all dude, up, dude. I'm oh, bringing man. it all up. I know. I'm going to yeah. be prepped and ready. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting for it. Now, do we have a special guest for. We do. So. Um, obviously yeah. now with the next couple of episodes, we do have special guests for you guys. So, uh, and again, you know, thank you all for listening to this one, but next episode this month, you're going to get is going to have a special guest, Charlie chase, um, of a, uh, fun Facebook group called give me back, bring me back my action movies. He's starting his own podcast soon. We become good friends and we've picked a great action monster movie, uh, for you guys with deep rising with treat Williams, super fun film. Cannot wait to do this one. So Charlie's going to join us for that episode. And then next month. And Charlie's going to be in-house with us. He'll be in-house. He will be in-house. Yeah, that's going to be sweet. Super stoked about that one. That's going to be three of us. Wish Ruben was closer, man. Uh, Ruben, we'll just fly you out. We'll just have a big round table. There you go. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then, of course, next month for our next Godzilla film, it is the movie that shall not be named that we've <laughs> talked about. But we have got we a special name our guest. guest. <laughs> yeah, we will name our guest who is a pro fan of this movie. Um, he's it's kind of yeah. like 
I don't know, man. It's it's like that tick that doesn't go away, you know. It's like, <laughs> how does this happen? Um, but uh, this movie's just... oh, so it's kind of like uh, it's like the Pink Panther series. Yes. Oh yes. Uh, yes. His boss. Every time he every time he hears the name of that movie, he starts. Twi- he start. Every time you hear that name, you start twitching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's the movie that's come up next, and uh, we've got our good friend uh, Justin McLean joining us for yes. that episode. So he's been yeah. a listener since the beginning. Um, he he actually made it down before the COVID stuff happened uh, to our first uh, live episode that we did with in front of a, an audience. I guess you could say. Well, that a, that was that other team. That wasn't us. Oh, that was the yeah. the main podcast. Yeah. No, no, no. We're the main. Oh, podcast. Yeah. We're the main. That, we, we, that was the B team. The, the other episode. The B team. <laughs> um, you know, he joined us up. Joined up for that. So we're super excited yeah. because he's a big fan of the movie that shall not be named, and uh, we we go back and forth with him a lot because he doesn't like Shin Godzilla. So we're still confused oh. on how this works. <laughs> yes. You know. How can you be a fan of what's next, but not Shin Godzilla? <laughs> um, but we're super excited. We're looking forward to that one. It's going to be a, a lot of fun. Um, for- at the very, at the very least, what we could say about him is he's a good sport. Yes, absolutely. He knows, is. he knows what he's walking. He knows what he's walking into, and he's not afraid. <laughs> yeah, you know what's going to happen is, is Mark's going to come in and and pretend to feel bad and and be like on Justin's <laughs> side to this. He's like, no, yeah. it's it's a yeah. good movie. Oh yeah, yeah, whatever, I, I, I'm whatever. You, yeah, that, that's what's going to happen. Actually, I'm just going to say it. I have I have a lot of respect. I gained a lot of respect for him when you told me he's going to be. I'm like, man, he's he knows what he's walking into and he's still doing it. Yes, you know, I'm <laughs> he sure is, he's going to prepare. He's I'm a sure He's going to prepare. He's going to prepare like a presidential debate for this <laughs> and be ready for it. Well, you know, but 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 you know what? I'm going to blow. Half his, I'm gonna blow half of his uh, defense right now, and this show. Maybe, maybe not. Are we gonna include the animated series as part of that? We will bring up the animated series, but that's not okay. part of the review. <laughs> no, that's uh, all right. I just like make sure because that the, the number one defense I ever hear about that movie is all well. Even my nephew, my nephew's a big '98 fan, by the way. The one that that cried during Destroya. <laughs> yeah, I would oh, say yeah. his name, Barry. and uh, but he's a big fan of the movie, and his number one defense right away is, "Well, the cartoon makes up for all of that." I'm like, "Wait a minute, you know, the animated series," and I'm like, "Wait a minute, now that's two different animals," you know? If you ask me, oh, Not completely, animal, completely. yeah, yeah. But uh, we'll see. We're gonna have some fun. I think the next one's gonna be pretty fun, actually. Yeah. It, it is. will be fun. It'll be like an episode of MST3K. That's oh, what's yeah. going to happen. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. a lot of dark secrets are going to come out. <laughs> what? Chase is, you know, Chase is going <laughs> to dark secret. Not going to happen. <laughs> he's going he's to have a big confession shows, but that's going to be <laughs> and tell the truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like a, it's going to be like a, one of those Jerry Springer episodes like well, we have a special <laughs> guest. <laughs> exactly. So you, exactly. You, you, oh, you said now. you 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 said you don't like this movie, but we have. Yeah. And then we'll bring out uh, somebody out there to expose. <laughs> yeah. Sludge. There's, there's nobody. <laughs> they don't exist. And then and then it's a chairs Russian are going to fly. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there you go. The Russians oh, planted. It's so, like it was planted in your your seat. That's right. And your front seat. Yeah, it was planted. There you go. But it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, it's not be. because we're gonna not the yeah, not because I'm, we're gonna uh, gang up on, on on poor Justin, but because oh, I, no. I I want to hear 
I want to hear his. I really want to hear what he has to say. Yeah, yeah, I'm interested uh, to hear hey, what he's got he, to say. He, 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 may, I, he might change my mind. Uh, you know, you never know. Doubtful, but you never. Yeah. Know. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, so uh, so yes, we got that coming up. So make sure you know, stay tuned for the next episode this month of Deep Rising with special guest Charlie Chase. Uh, then we return for the movie that shall not be named at the beginning of December um, with Justin joining us for that one. And then we've yes. got a couple special things coming up for you guys. I'm not going to release the cat out of the bag yet because we're still finalizing the dates right now. But we may have a very, 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 very big celebrity type guest on the show coming in and if we do that it's going to be an all-out monster uh, episode so we're super excited about it but we are working on that and uh, we will have the the final yes or no on the next episode with charlie chase uh, so stay tuned because that's <laughs> yeah. going to be I, i'm hearing i'm hearing rumors that yeah. it's matthew broderick guys that's what i'm hearing. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> we want to know if that cup broderick. of tea was actually any good that's what it is <laughs> yes how do you go from? No, I'm not even going to know. We'll save that for the next episode. <laughs> not going to do it. So, all right, man. Well, again, thank you guys again so much for. Hey, listening. and just and just for the record, yes. Okay, before we before we say goodnight, um, yeah, I did watch RoboCop. Oh, that's right. We okay. got to address this. And I'm my and my feelings hasn't changed yeah. on RoboCop. Okay, that's old there age. you go. Okay, that's and, what it I, is. and it's I old just age. I just wanted that to be out there and know. That to state also that you just took the entire afternoon and absorbed Titanic. Oh my god! I mean, I lost, a, I lost, I no, lost contact. That was, with you, man. It was that just was gone. a horrible man. experience. Well, okay, I mean, so yes, if you guys stayed around for the bloopers for the last episode, okay, <laughs> yeah, I agreed exactly. to go back and give Titanic a visit. All right, so I, I got a copy of the movie, put it on the Plex server. Yep. I watched yep. it. That movie's what two hours and forty something minutes long. Something or, like something that. Like, yeah. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Something atrocious. Okay, it took me almost six hours to watch this movie. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I told you even talked to Mark. And I was like, all right, can, can I take breaks? I had no choice. I had to. At one point, I, I'm i pretty sure, you know, the porcelain throne called me, and that was way more important. Oh, yeah. uh, dinner break. Yeah. I got caught up doing something with Jada or watching a movie with her uh, because this what that was an atro- atrocity to sit through. Well, you know, here's, the thing <laughs> on, here's the thing on all that. Yeah. I didn't really make you watch Titanic. You brought that up. Because you, I wanted you and, to go and back and watch you, Robocop. And you threw that <laughs> out there. Okay. No, this Let's, is how horrible this is. See, here's where is, the okay? confessions need to start <laughs> no, coming no, in, no, no, like no, they no. will in a couple no. of weeks. <laughs> this is no, no. Okay. Because one, I lost. <laughs> he did he, volunteer. He did. Yeah, he did. did. Volunteer. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ruben, Ruben's, <laughs> my, he's a witness. Look, y'all coerced me into it. All right. I was so, I knew for a fact. Or thought I knew for a fact that if you went back and watched Robocop, you would realize how great. I mean, the movie's amazing. We still, even Justin was like, I didn't even know that was that possible in the English language. Yeah, I, you know, that anybody yeah. could do that. You know, Mark broke the space time continuum or whatever, <laughs> you know, on that one because it's no one yeah. says Robocop is bad. Yeah. Somehow Mark's pulled it off. So, I mean, yeah, so I was, I was that confident. That's how confident I was. That it was going to change. Me. Yeah, there's something yeah. wrong with your brain. Yeah, there's not. It's, your brain's there's not. not working right, Mark. We need to get you checked out for that. But, <laughs> uh, and I, but I did. Okay, I honestly, I went through and I sat back or went back and watched Titanic, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me go through. There. And you hate what? it. And you hate it. And you hate it just as much as you did. I hate it. I hate it so much okay. more. Really? Yeah. Like it made me. So chilly, man. then. I go so through. then Mark can't be blamed. Mark can't be blamed for 
not liking Robocop the second time. Yeah. They're just liking it just as No, much. because Thanks. Titanic is garbage. Man. Titanic is, is sucking and rolling garbage, okay? That movie, <laughs> I, I mean, from the word go, I was immediately having issues with the film. First off, Bill Paxton. I love Bill Paxton. Who doesn't love Bill Paxton? You know, Twister, the Frailty, Aliens. Yeah. I mean, the dude is awesome. What 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 what's going on with him? Is he supposed to be a surfer dude? You know what I mean? Like he's got the 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 partially bleached blonde, you know, kind of scraggly hair, the oversized gold circular earrings. Like I don't get it. Like he did not. He was so out of he's, like he, yeah. I couldn't stand looking at him. I'm like, what what type of character are you playing? And but then like you can't he's tell. A like, he's a he's a pirate. He's he's looking for treasure. Yeah, well, yeah, like he's looking. So what's he? Is it for you know a scientific thing? You know, it's like oh, you know, let's put it, you know, bring it to a museum for this, you know, heart of the ocean or whatever that blue diamond was. No, he just wants to make. Well, all I know is he he sent the submarine down and all uh, down there, and then all he came up with was uh, pornography. He came up with a pornographic picture. Yeah, and that gave you the whole movie. (laughs) How in the world? It's like, oh, look, here's a naked woman, and uh, here we've got two hours of run time. It's like, no, it's terrible, okay? First off, I'm very disappointed with Stan Winston. Or not Stan Stan Winston, I'm sorry, James Cameron, okay? Because it's it's James Cameron. James Cameron has always in his movies. Now, Stan Winston would have been involved. Then it would have been a different story. Or something, yeah. James Cameron has always led the charge as far as a director standpoint for special effects. Okay. We go, and yeah. usually it's with Stan Winston involved. If we go back to Terminator, the special effects were beyond yeah. anything we saw back in the eighties and the same with aliens. Let's even go, even though I don't like the movie avatar is probably the, one, the greatest special effects film of all time. It's absolutely astounding how good those special effects are. The Abyss. You know what I mean? You look at anything Cameron does, his special effects are unreal. And every film of his, his aside from Piranha 2, The Spawning, which we just will kind of hide. <laughs> you know, he doesn't want that to be known, you know? Yeah. Um, every film of his, the special effects stand the test of time. Like, they are still good to this day. Not freaking Titanic. I can tell you that for a fact. The special effects suck in that movie, okay? <laughs> like, I'm watching it going, man, there is better CGI in sci-fi pictures originals today, you know, 10 years ago, than there is in Titanic. And you would expect it to hold up because Jurassic Park came out before this. What, what three years? Yeah. And Jurassic Park's yeah, like CGI that. is still great looking. It's still holding up. The CGI in this, yes. absolutely freaking not. So first off, that, that pisses me off, James Cameron, <laughs> that you did that, okay? You're James Cameron. That doesn't float. Second, <laughs> Billy Zane. I've never wanted to stab that man more in my life. I couldn't stand it when he was, oh, yeah. his character was on screen. Yeah. I get he's supposed to be yeah. the douchebag. All right. I, I, and I can get he, it. And, and, get he pay, and he did, he did a good job at it. Oh my God. And he that. did an annoying job at it. Like I love Billy Zane <laughs> and a lot of stuff. I loved him in Critters, you know, his small role. Cause I'm a big fan of the movie. He did better yeah. in the Phantom than he did this movie. His acting, his acting was just, just very below par. But there's constant issues in this movie that make absolutely no sense. One of them was the key, okay? <laughs> so when Jack and whatever her name is, Rose, is that her name, right? Rose? I Rose. Think. Yeah, Rose, yes. 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 So they're, they're down in the lower levels of the ship, and the, wa- the water is, like, rushing in, okay? And they can't get out one stairwell because it's locked and there's nobody there. And then the water, uh, I think, comes rushing through, and it's, like, waist high, 
and they go up to another stairwell, and a dude comes running by. Okay, now the stairwell's locked with a gate. Dude comes running by, and they're like, help us, help us. And at first, he goes to run up the stairs, and he should have just kept running. Let him freaking die down there at this point, because those two were pissing me <laughs> off. And, uh, so, but he comes back down, right? And he's got his keys. And he's, you know, the water is pouring in. The water is over waist high at this point, okay? Not well, right about waist high, come up the steps. And it's rushing through. I mean, the boat's singing. It's not like still water or a slow creek. It is rushing in the, you know, in, in the stairwell. He drops the key. This is a key. How much does a key weigh? Even back then, a few ounces. Somehow, this key magically stays put, never moves, with hundreds of gallons, <laughs> gallons of rushing water. They should have died there. That key should not have been there. But, hey, you know, whatever, James, you're the man, I guess. And they hand, managed, no, the key scene pissed me off. That key should have never been there, okay? Jack should have been a man and broke that gate down. That's what should have happened. Let's just continue. That's to almost go on. as unreal. That's almost as unrealistic as a cop getting killed and then been put and then being made into a cybernetic yeah killing machine. I mean, no, that's forgivable. Okay. Not, this key well, is how's not it forgivable, man. How, what do you mean, how's it? He, you know, first of all, you, uh, you know, he, he blows his arm off. Blood is just pouring out. It ain't gonna take a lot more to bleed to death. Then they pump what I don't know, fifteen, twenty shots to his chest and just opening wide open oh they do and then they take him shoot him uh right between the eyes and just you know what's that no, gonna they do? shoot him at the corner comes out comes out the corner of the head oh is that wherever that was at yes okay that's where that and, was at. and so i know that scene very well it's a great you what scene. i know that scene very well oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a great scene. and my thought is okay there's nothing left of his brain i mean it's just nope. yeah. juice in there 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 are those moments okay in the, in the film <laughs> Where you where you <laughs> suspend disbelief or suspend oh, belief? Oh, there is. Okay. Oh, oh. we know Mark. this. Oh, okay. We watch giant monster movies. Okay. And and, and talk exactly. about it for, exactly. For yes. Okay? So we can suspend belief in the context of the film. Okay. Okay. If you are in a realistic film, like supposed to be realistic film, like Titanic. It's historically, yeah. It's supposed to be historically, you know, a historically not, I don't know sound. How accurate, it was. Yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Yeah. You you were not yeah. afforded that bad of a mistake as a key, and hundreds of gallons of, of rushing water. You you don't get that. Okay, option. and 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 the, and it's the fence. What's that, Ruben? Who was the target? Who was the target audience of Titanic? I'm not going to answer that because no one will watch this, or listen to this show ever again. Like that. I'm not <laughs> answering that question. Who was? <laughs> it, it's it was. It, let me just put it this way: it was none of us three, right? <laughs> we weren't the target <laughs> audience, right? Okay. None of us. When they, when they said, "You know what? We're going to make this movie, and we're going to get these guys who love monster movies and love sci-fi, those that are target audience. That's the target. Oh yeah, they'll be all over. Hey, this come movie. on, <laughs> okay. you know what it is. Well, it, it, to, right. You know, the, the, the target audience is right now in our bedroom. Uh, what time is it? Uh, she's probably asleep because it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, so she's asleep. That 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 was the target audience. Yeah. Your target audience is uh, for and I don't know if she likes the film or not. I have no idea. It's probably upstairs. You're down in the basement. Uh, oh, yeah. She's and she defended right this film. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. no, you can't yeah. defend this film. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> See, and, and it just so. That's a target. That's was, a target, and that's why you don't like. Oh, man, and it was so problematic. Like, I mean, multiple times, I was <laughs> like, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" I, I like, I could have wrote, I should have wrote a list of errors. But this is where it all just came to to the final culmination. Because of course, 
you know, I, I've always I've stayed before having issues with the end of this film because he holds onto the door. How much freaking debris is floating around? Get you another door. Get you a bed frame. Get you something to get you out of that water. Or take turns. You know what I mean? Like that door frame she's on, they were pretty big. Okay. Totally unbelievable. Don't understand why Jack died. There was no reason for Jack to die at, at all, period. Anyways. Again, so romance. Target audience. Target yeah, audience. Blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so we get so but we get to the end of the story. Okay. And old Rose, you know, was on the yeah. ship and they're like, Well, what yeah. happened to the thing to the you know, to the heart of the ocean and all this stuff? Okay. And it's gone. And then the old bride walks to the back of the ship, <laughs> pulls out the most expensive diamond on earth, laughs, and drops it. 84 years this broad has had this diamond on her. Are you freaking kidding me? My suspension of belief was gone at that point. I cracked up laughing going, this is the dumbest bunch of crap. What woman on earth or any person on earth doesn't arrive in America after the Titanic sinks with nothing to her name, no family, nobody, and reaches in your pocket and says, holy crap, here is a multi-billion dollar diamond and I'm just going to sit on it for 85 yeah. years. Give me a freaking break. And then James after Cameron. that, I'm just going to drop I, I, it. Tink, yeah. Bloop, tink, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> oh because that diamond, that diamond is should remind her she would want to get, I would want to get rid of it because it's everything that was wrong. Yeah. In her, like that know, wasn't from Jack. Uh, that was from it. douchebag. Billy it wasn't Zane. from Jack. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come on. Poor old Billy. It's like, <laughs> I'll give you that one. It, that was, hey, it but was it, horrible, horrible. As well, I, I am glad. I am glad that you watched it tonight. I am you know, not, uh, and, and <laughs> I, I feel not. really good about it. And and I really well, think deep down it, in, it, you really wanted to watch it again. That's because that's why you brought it up. That if I would watch RoboCop, because yeah. you I would thought, watch. Man, uh, okay, so with RoboCop, you you have to at least if you if you don't, I just I'm, I'm mind boggled. That's what's going to you know what it is. Is you have to admit. Clarence is one of the greatest movie villains ever. Well, yeah. Red yeah. Foreman was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Then what was your issues with, with Robocop? Yeah. My my issues was that's what I was about I, to ask. I, I didn't Let buy Robocop. Okay. Uh I I didn't uh I didn't believe that, you know, his in in his mind, yes, uh you're coming uh you know, you that in his mind he's can recreate how he died uh his wife and son he's in the memories who, you know, together you know yeah his memory yeah. And, and that's another and, okay so so this has affected him his wife and his son dude they blew him off a long time ago and they were gone i mean they, i mean there was no uh there was nothing there you know the only thing that he had was what was in his memory which was in his brain that got blew away got back blew. in the beginning, <laughs> and, it's, and, yeah. it's, and to me, it's, that to me that wasn't feasible. And I think just I, I may even posted it on Facebook. You know, it, the only other thing that I had to compare with that was Six Million Dollar Man. Now he yeah. was he was, was part he was that. part robo uh, robotic, but yet his brain was intact. Okay, <laughs> well, but he yeah. was. That's a different scenario though. There, well, he's only replacing limbs exactly because. You lose your brain. There's nothing to fill in there. Okay. Right, okay. Right. And and that was my deal. Is if it, as far as the story went along, uh, they should have never touched his head. 
Okay. They exactly. Just, yeah, they that's what I was about to say. What they he did with his arm and, what, and blew him away. That's fine. I I could buy that. Then you're. Then rebuilt. I probably did you. I probably did you wrong, because if, if you <laughs> and you probably don't remember this. Well, I'm not going to sit through Titanic with you if you want me to I'm watch not it again with you. Again. No, huh? no, no <laughs> never. I just thought I'd bring that like up. ever. Um, and you may not remember this because when it came out, compared to what version you watched, the version that I have is the director's cut. So you've got almost 20 minutes of restored footage. Uh-huh. That's that was taken out <clears throat> in the original theatrical cut of RoboCop. The shot to the head doesn't happen. You don't see that. In the well, then, um, yeah, then that, that's something I got to live with because yeah. him, his memory is a big part of the movie. Right. Okay. In which to me, it's like, <coughs> it shouldn't be there. Well, maybe it didn't hit that part of the brain. I don't think there would be any part of the brain left. That, that's the whole point I keep going back to, you know, and then there was the, you know, you know, and I did not give RoboCop two or, or anything after that. And I haven't seen the remakes. I haven't seen any of that, you know, and that may be something uh, that I might want to do, but that original, just skip three, that, that, three. that original movie that when right. it came out, RoboCop, it just, it didn't do anything for me. I, I didn't buy into it. And uh, Man, yeah. it's just crazy because so it's such a big character. And I got to buy into character. it because if I don't buy into it, you know, I'm not spending my money on the rest of the series that, that came through. Right. And, Which was a successful, so, successful yeah. series and worth checking out. Because, yeah. I mean, you got four movies, uh, four different video game series, tons of comic books, figurines, yeah. big pop culture yeah. character. So anyway, so but uh, yeah, <laughs> so you, I still don't understand why you don't like Robocop. Titanic still sucks. It sucks even worse. Well, uh that I, ending was absolutely atrocious. I think I see, like, light in your eyes when you mention the word Titanic. I, I, no, just, no. Just, if I'm it's set, light, it's I, flame I, burning. I'm sitting across the table looking at you, and I think you like it. it I no, think. I absolutely hate that movie. <laughs> uh, the moment it that it ended, I literally hit the delete button. It was instantly off the plex. Never again. Never again. <laughs> um, but, so, but before we go, though, I did promise Pete Quint something. Pete. You put on the other day on Facebook that you were watching Snakes on a Plane, and I told you you had a great story about Snakes on a Plane. Ah. I went, and I told him I would tell him the episode. I think Charlie Chase was asking about it, too. Um, I actually went to theaters to see Snakes on a Plane. Now, when you watch Samuel L. Jackson, as we all know, in a movie, one of the parts of him that's almost like a second personality is the man's language. You know what I mean? Like, people go to see Sam for a lot of reasons. One reason by itself is the language that comes out of Samuel L. Jackson's right. mouth. Okay. Snakes on a Plane comes out, and it's actually PG-13. Okay. But I'm like, dude, okay, at the time, you know, to me, the promo was all you needed. Samuel L. Jackson in a tube with snakes. Like, that's perfect. Like, I'm expecting this to be the most R-rated film language-wise ever. You know, and just to be genius film. Just to just... Samuel Jackson just trapped with a bunch of snakes. He's going to freaking lose it, okay? Didn't happen at all. Got a PG-13 film. It was a fun little action pop, you know, popcorn blockbuster movie. So I go to the theaters to watch it. And I'm in there, and it's actually packed. You know what I mean? I, there may have been one or two empty seats. But it was pretty. It was really full when I went and saw it. And I think everyone in there had the same expectations I did. So we're going through this movie, and we're kind of like waiting. Like, where's Sam's... Where's Samuel L. Jackson? You know, I mean, we see him. We don't hear him, but we see him. What's going on, right? So there's almost no language from Samuel L. Jackson, which is what we've all come to expect from Samuel L. Jackson. 
So it finally comes to a point in the movie, and Pete, you you just watched it. You know what I'm talking about. Where he has had enough of these snakes, and he stands up, and then for a brief moment, for one scene, we get the Samuel L. Jackson we were all looking forward to with <laughs> a ton of expletive words back and forth. I'm sick of these blink bleep 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 bleep. I mean, just he goes full Samuel L. Jackson. 150 percent you know what i mean like we went an hour without him cursing to 20 <laughs> seconds of that's all it is is just sam jackson being sam jackson and i kid you not when that scene hit there was a brief and i mean brief moment of silence in that theater and then the whole place stood up and erupted in applause <laughs> I, I mean i was no, going, a- yeah people are clapping just going to they went absolutely ballistic one of the greatest moments in the theater i have ever seen in my life because that's everybody in there that's what they're that waiting sounds for cool oh man it yeah. was absolutely awesome so that movie not a great movie but will forever be like i'm very nostalgic to me because of the fact of what happened in the theater right just that brief moment where sam got to be <laughs> sam and the whole theater appreciated it for it so uh, it was pretty cool so hopefully they enjoy that but anyways it's getting late for us. We've been talking y'all's ear off. Hopefully y'all have enjoyed the show. Hopefully y'all can help me figure out what's wrong with my father who doesn't like RoboCop. <laughs> and uh, hopefully I've just re-stated you know, the fact that Titanic sucks. Yeah. There um, we go. But, there uh, we go. All right. Well, again, thank you guys so, so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, check us out again for the next episode this month with Charlie Chase as we do Deep Rising. And then Justin McClain joins us for the first movie of the month of December, which is the movie that shall not be named until that actual episode. So this is Sludge. And Mark. We got Ruben and Corpus. Y'all have a good night. Good night.